0: This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. We are visiting with Courtney Miller today on Valley Views. Courtney is a member of Rotary and Dark Skies, both of which enter into this discussion. We're going to be talking about the latest on Dark Skies, as well as the Planet Walk, which is a joint project of Dark Skies and Rotary. Courtney, welcome to the program.
1: Well, Thank you, Gary.
0: Now, we've talked several times on Valley Views with you, and you're active within the uh, Friends of Beckwith Ranch, Dark Skies, as well as Rotary, and you're also an award-winning author. Now, today we're going to talk about Dark Skies in particular, and especially the Planet Walk that you've been involved with. You're kind of the chairman of that project, as I understand.
1: That's right. That's probably because I'm the only human in the solar system that's a member of both Rotary and Dark Skies.
0: (laughs) During the COVID slowdown, with extra time, that could be good for an author, or it it might play out poorly. Have you recently put out a, a new book, perhaps?
1: I, did, I wasn't as productive as you might think during COVID, but I did manage to get out my latest book, Murder on the Royal Gorge Express. It's also called A Columbine Caper because it features <laughs> the Columbine ladies here in our town on their 100th anniversary, so a little sideline there. Well, congratulations
0: on that. I'd say you were you. reasonably productive, if that's if that's the case. Now, you're a member of Dark Skies. Uh, what's the latest on Dark Skies, and is the Smokey Jack Observatory currently operating?
1: Well, of course, in 2020, we had to shut all of that down and um, haven't been operating, but this year we are back up and, and running. We are having smaller parties, but we are having private parties and have actually been booked up through the summer already.
0: Wow, that's a lot. And how many dates is that during the summer?
1: Well, it's, it's every day except during a full moon. So there's you know, three weeks out of the month that we're
0: op- operating. Okay. Does Dark Skies have any other events planned for the summer?
1: Yes. We are not going to be doing our uh, public parties yet. But Steve and Chris McAllister are doing something that's really a lot of fun. They are streaming pictures from the telescope on Facebook. So it's like having a public party on Facebook. And Steve mounts a camera on the telescope and stacks the pictures and broadcasts them across the internet.
0: It sounds like a logical COVID kind of presentation.
1: Yeah, it fits really well with that. How many active members are there in Dark Skies these days? I'm going to guess 25, maybe 30.
0: That's a good number. That's a good number. And how about Rotary? I just gave a talk a week or so ago at Rotary, and it was on Zoom. But when you're live, how many folks might show up to an average uh, Monday talk?
1: We have about 35 members in Rotary. And before COVID, we were we were seeing 20 to 25 at the meetings. Those are both good numbers.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the Planet Walk project. Uh, describe what that will ultimately look like to a visitor to town.
1: Okay. What the Planet Walk is is a scale model of the solar system, and it's uh, presented on interpretive signs. So... Someone who visits would get to see what it would be like if the sun were only 14 inches in diameter. In other words, a four billion to one scale. <laughs> and the planets are spread out down Main Street, each one with a, an interpretive sign at the, the appropriate distance. And on each sign, it shows the appropriate size. So, for instance, Jupiter, our largest planet... Is barely the size of a quarter. So the start of the
0: planet walk would be the sun, obviously. That's correct. It'd be right out in front of cliff lanes. So thinking about the inner planets, the rocky planets, uh, Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Mm -hmm. where do they sit spatially up Main Street?
1: They actually uh, will be stretched out along the sidewalk in front of cliff lanes. And Mars is at the intersection there as you're coming up to uh, Cliff Lanes then the other planets are sp- stretch out further for instance Jupiter would be down at uh, 101 Main in f- across the street from the All aboard Westcliff Depot okay and Saturn is downtown and then Neptune is all the way out in front of the library there where BASIC runs into Main Street. Okay. Besides the planets, there are a few other information
0: stations uh, the Kuiper Belt, the minor planets like Pluto. Uh, describe that.
1: So, Silvercliff, which is the second project in, this, in the Planet Walk, enables us to do what very few other Planet Walks do, and that is show the rest of the solar system. Mm-hmm. So, there will be a station for the Kuiper Belt which starts just beyond Neptune. A lot of the comets originate in the Kuiper belt, so there will be a an interpretive sign for that. Pluto and the dwarf planets will be celebrated near the uh, Silver Dome. And then we're going to put the interpretive sign for the Pioneer Spacecraft Project there right b- by the museum. And uh, Mr. Holmes was pleased because that there you're, we're also celebrating the pioneers of Silvercliff. <laughs> and then three miles east of town, Frontier Pathways is building an overlook for mm-hmm. travelers. And we're going to put the Voyager spacecraft missions there. So this really gives folks a representation
0: spatially about how all the planets and the other pieces fit together and how immense the solar system really is.
1: That's right. A lot of people don't realize, you know, how tiny the planets are and how far apart they are. And this gives you a chance to experience that. And then if
0: you consider what a speck of dust our solar system is compared to the universe, it's even more mind-boggling.
1: Yes, and Carl Sagan once said, The pale blue dot, when Voyager took a picture of the Earth from the edge of the Kuiper Belt, and we're going to have a display for that one as well, which would be out close to Altitude Fitness.
0: And for those who were disappointed that Pluto was demoted from a planet, it will be represented with the the minor planets.
1: That's right. Uh, Pluto is back, <laughs> <laughs> by popular request. So how <laughs> was this project funded? The funds were from private citizens and businesses and the town and of course Rotary and Dark Skies put in money. The money required has already been raised. Is that correct? That's correct. We will be able to do all that I've mentioned so far. Silver Cliff has requested two more signs, so we will see if we can raise money to to add to that, but uh, right now we're good. And what's the timeline for completion uh, from your perspective right now? Today we are We'll receive the last of the the pieces for the Westcliff project. So we'll tie up some loose ends, and then the town manager will take over and, and do an installation. We're hoping by the end of June we should be installed. So you're not asking uh, members of Dark
0: Skies and Rotary to dig holes and pour cement?
1: We've offered, but I, I'm... I don't want to hinder the project, so <laughs> we'll leave that up to whether Gabriel wants us to help or not. That's perfect. Uh, projects like this don't want people like me could,
0: because it's a hindrance. If someone wanted to donate or get involved or get more information, how, how might they best do that?
1: Well, they can uh, reach me by email at CourtneyMillerAuthorGmail.com. But if they go to the website website, for dark skies or rotary and leave a message it will get to us
0: so we've talked about the completion of the west cliff part which is sort of the uh, solar system what about the silver cliff part is there a timeline
1: for that we are moving on that as we speak and we're hoping to sh- well we're shooting for august for okay. completion there and i'd like to mention that one of the exciting aspects of this part of the project is that T.C. Smythe and Bob Fulton are putting together the audio guides and they are using local talent and so that should be really nice and interesting. I didn't mention that the Westcliff project came with a a canned version audio guides and those are accessed. You just, uh, there will be a QR code on each panel And you take your smartphone and read the QR code and choose from four different audio guides. There's one for kids, one for teenagers, and one for adults. So that's a great feature for this Planet Walk.
0: Who had to okay this? I'm guessing the towns of Westcliff and Silvercliff were integral in the
1: decision-making. That's right. We're trying to put these all on the easement, on the sidewalk. So certainly the town and... The towns of Westcliff and Silvercliff have to uh, be on board, and they certainly are, and have been a big help. The property owners are on board as well. Interesting. And
0: how did the Planet Walk idea originate in the first place, at least in our local community? Because this this is something that's done in other, other towns,
1: too, I know. That's right. There's one in Boulder at CU, and there's all over. But it started for us when... Monty Lee, who is with the Rotary, was vacationing in Anchorage, Alaska. And he walked out from his hotel and saw a big sign for Mars. And he got to investigating. And they have a, a huge, beautiful planet walk in Anchorage, stretches over 10 miles. And he came back and got to and mentioned it to me and, and others. And, and we got excited about it. And, and I took it back to Dark Skies. And it turns out that it wasn't. It, it's not the first time Planet Walk has come up in Dark Skies, but the timing was not right, and this time it's working out.
0: It sounds like it's uh, close to fruition.
1: Now, Dark Skies is a 501c3,
0: and you have a program with uh, STEM scholarships.
1: Yes. Is, is that going well these days? It really is. It's the uh, Sam Frostman STEM Scholarship Fund. And in fact we just recently interviewed some some young people for uh, who have applied we've selected two I won't uh, go any further than that because the announcement hasn't been made but mm-hmm. uh, yes we it's been very successful people have been very generous in funding it and we already have one in college that's on the scholarship and we hope to see many more
0: And as I recall, dark skies as well as dark skies STEM are both elements of the Spirit Campaign. That's correct. Folks can donate to both of those or either of them. That's right. What about you? How did you develop an interest
1: in astronomy in the first place? I lived on a small cotton farm down in Texas, and we had beautiful dark skies. My grandfather had a huge ranch here in Colorado, and I would come up and visit And I'd ride the fences with him during the day, and then in the evening, my grandmother would take me down, we'd sit on this old foundation, and watch first the train go by, and then (laughs) the stars coming out. So I have a lot of great stories about the leprechauns that live up in the sky from my (laughs) grandmother.
0: I remember driving to Colorado from East Texas and stopping in Fort Davis where the McDonald Observatory is, and that was in the oh. 70s, and it was amazingly dark. I've been back since, and unfortunately, there's a lot of light pollution yeah. uh, that there wasn't back then. And, and nothing that I've seen rivals out my backyard on a dark <laughs> night right here in the Wet Mountain Valley. It That's is, true. It that is it? truly spectacular. So yeah,
1: We're very lucky. Courtney, any, any final
0: thoughts on uh, dark skies or planet walks as we, yeah. as we uh,
1: run out of time? Well I might mention that uh, we during the covid we stayed busy down there and we built a stadium and we're going to be able to put up a large screen and and stream to it like we do on Facebook and we've also set up some pads for astronomers to set up their telescopes so it's expanding and we're excited. Great.
0: It sounds like Dark Skies is similar to the radio station uh, at the end of COVID, uh, we feel at the radio station, we're going to be stronger than we were going into it. Because we had a little extra time, got some extra money, got to think about some different projects. I'd urge folks to take advantage uh, when the Smoky Jack Observatory on- opens up for a program. It's uh, fascinating down there. Uh, Courtney, th- thanks for stopping by. Okay. Well, thank you, Gary. I really appreciate it. We've been visiting with Courtney Miller, who's a member of Rotary as well as Dark Skies, and he is the chairman of the Planet Walk Project. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org valley views is produced by the volunteers of klzr 91.7 fm i'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground